0: I'm Erin. And I'm Allie. This week, I've played non-threatening female co-worker and curvy friend number four. And I'm coming in hot. And, and we, we hate
1: everything. everything. I've been having these, like, allergy things. I've been taking Flonase in the morning. It sucks. No, don't take Flonase. It'll kill you. Why, Erin? Why will the good medicine kill me? Because Flonase
0: almost killed me because I was um, misdiagnosed and they gave me Flonase and then I almost died. It really had nothing to do with the Flonase. Oh, that's
1: like Tums for me. I was like, oh, God, my belly feels so really bad. My mom's was like, just take, take tums, tums and go to <laughs> bed.
0: And then I got an epidectomy. I had walking pneumonia.
1: <sighs> <laughs> that turned into a life-threatening illness. Yeah. How fun. Fun, guys. Fun with medicine. We've already established that we that the medical system in America is
0: amazing. It's pretty fucked up. Um, if you haven't already, please go listen to the minisode of me speaking with my beautiful and intelligent and glorious mother. Yeah. Allie had some commentary about that. <laughs> about what? How
1: it was like two polite southern ladies talking to each other. Yeah, well, not that like... It has anything to do with you being Southern. It's just like your temperament. Cause Karen was like, Hallie's mom should call in too. And I told my mom and she was like, okay, but I have no idea what we're going to talk about. But the conversation between Erin and her mom is like two intelligent women speaking thoughtfully. And enunciating. And respectfully to each like, other. Like, <laughs> sorry, you were speaking. Let me, okay. I'll I- pause. <laughs> and me and my mom would just be talking over each other at full volume and then being like, wait, I don't hear you. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> a lot of sarcastic. Jersey, Jersey, Jersey. And a lot Jersey, of sarcastic. Jersey. Dear Jersey. Sarcasm. That everyone would just be like, oh God, they hate each other, but we don't. We're just we going to be like, you're awful. Like, I hate you. Why did you do that? But it doesn't mean anything.
0: I really want to eat this crunchy toast that I have in my you hand. You did that to
1: yourself. I did this you to did myself. You did that to
0: yourself, guys. I have crunchy toast in my hand, but I can't eat it because you'll all be so mad. It's crunchy toast, toast all up in your it. earphones. All up in your what? earphones. All up in your what? earphones. Ooh, sourdough. Ooh. What? Sourdough and Malden sea salt. Malden flaked sea salt. <laughs> oh.
1: We got really into like fancy salt last year. We didn't really include that in the like New Year's episode. To endorse. Oh God. We didn't. We didn't get to talk about Salt. salt? of no. Okay,
0: well whoo, boy. I had Ooh. a love, guess I got a new one now. This
1: house Spoilers. is sponsored by
0: Malden Sea Salt. <laughs> this home sponsored by Malden Sea Salt and GoodRx. <laughs> oh, I wish they would sponsor me. Just give me a little of the sponsor, man.
1: Allie, what are we drinking? We are drinking Locust Cider Dark Cherry. What? It is very dry. Um, it's like the bug? I guess so. There's there's bones on it. It's Washington apples and crushed cherries, and that's it. And it's super good. It's hella delicious. It's hella delicious. I got it from Vinovore. They now have, like, a bomb-ass cider beer section. This shit's gluten-free.
0: She says as she eats a slice of bread. We crushed ourselves so you could crush this cider. What? They crushed themselves. Oh, the the apples. The apples and the cherries. And the cherries. What? This says made with Washington apples and Bing cherries and
1: that's all. Well, color me impressed. Right? But it's super delish. It's super delicious. It's made in Washington. Just cherries and... I and mean, apples, huh? I think there's, like, stuff you do with them.
0: Yeah, don't you gotta put, like, some yeast in there or something? Yeah, you gotta put some shit Make in there. Ferment.
1: but, yeah, it's
0: good. Fucking great. Still love Vinovore. Still love Vinovore. Would love if they sponsored
1: us. Or just gave us free wine sometimes. Well,
0: that's what a sponsorship would look like. It yeah. would look like free wine.
1: No, I think sponsorship, I think money.
0: Oh, but see, from Vinovore, I think that sponsorship would look like wine. Okay,
1: yeah, toast. Yeah. Delish.
0: That's delicious. Whew! Hey, you know you said you were coming in hot. I think I'm coming in hot tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you hate? I hate this fucking memo. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: This fucking
1: what's memo. the memo called?
0: I don't know the
1: fucking Devin Nunes memo. Who's Devin Nunes? I can't with you, Allie.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> I know what this memo is. I know know this
1: Trump-Russia bullshit. I don't know the ins and outs and the, like, who's who of this Trump-Russia nonsense. All right.
0: Well, Devin Nunes is, I mean, who is he really? Is he really anyone? Is he no one? He's probably no one. Um, He is actually from California. So I don't know what the fuck is wrong with California. Um, He's from the Central Valley, like, East Fresno, District 22. If you're in District 22, maybe vote. Maybe get out there. Maybe protest in the streets with your brothers and sisters. They're out there. They out there. So, is Devin Nunes a senator? He is a congressman. Okay. So, um, I'm going to give you a brief history of this fucking memo. Good. Um, What you mostly need to know is that, like, Nunes is full of shit, and he doesn't really know anything, and he's a full of shit, full of shitter. That was not very clear. A full of shit, full of shitter? (laughs) Yeah. I guess I was actually pretty clear. Yeah. Um, I I know what that is. I'm going to jump right into this memo. Okay. So, in March 2017, go back in time. That's not so long ago. It's less than a year ago. Yeah. So, March 17th. Oh, Nunes was part of the Trump transition team and was, like, a big supporter during the campaign. Uh Uh-huh. So he was like, oh, Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, March 2017 he held a press conference on the White House fucking lawn claiming that he discovered all of this evidence that supports Trump's, like, literal lie, ridiculous lie, that Obama was wiretapping him. Oh. Remember when when Trump said Obama wiretapped him yeah. and everybody was like that's not true and Trump was like yes it is and then Nunes chimes in and he's like yeah I think it is too um, so he gave this press conference on the it's a really White great House Nunes line. impression thank you so much
1: oh so boy I'm
0: oh shit <laughs> <laughs> oh boy uh, he <laughs> did not discuss his discovery this okay. discovery that he made this whole press conference about with anybody else on the oh he's on the um the House Intelligence Committee. So he, like, ostensibly should know shit. He should. And should, like, be responsible. But- We'll get to that. Um, So he didn't talk about this with anybody, and he didn't show them. He told them, like, oh, yeah, I'll show you the documents. I'll show you the documents that, like, support this fucking wiretap claim. Uh Never did. So basically the whole thing was exposed as this big PR stunt because Nunes had been given the documents
1: by the White House. So then he made this big show of, like, okay, so... Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. So this he he's not No, He so he, he doesn't know yet that the White House is full of lies and stories and Aesop fables. Oh no, he I think he that depends if you think he's stupid or evil. You have a choice. That is just the catch 22 with this whole nonsense, this whole right? Nonsense. It's just like, You can choose one. If you're in politics right now, you're either stupid or evil. Yeah. Yeah, at least Republican politics. I'm sorry. I'm sounding very partisan. It's true. I'm very partisan. Well, Um, I mean, it's true right now. The Republican Party's become something entirely different than, like, what it's supposed to be. So basically what he did is he said, like, he went to the White House. They gave him these
0: documents. He went back to the Hill. And then he was, like, made this big show of, like, I'm rushing over to the White House to show them these documents that they gave me. But I'm going to make a big show of it. And then he did this press conference. So the whole thing was a PR start. It was a whole fucking scam. So that's when Nunes became, like, in a lot of people's kind of, like, day-to-day political, like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. This is claim to fame. So after that, Nunes had to recuse himself from the Trump-Russia investigation because he made up some bullshit.
1: So you can't really be involved. He was like, I made up some really weird fanfic about the things that are happening. I don't know what's reality. I'm on an intelligence committee. I see no irony in this. I'm full of shit. My name is David Nunes. Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. Um, and so he had to recuse himself from the Russian investigation and this other dude, Michael Conway, uh, stepped in to lead the intelligence committee. Okay. Um, so he has all these like ethics charges against him, but he still keeps acting like he's the chair of the house intelligence committee. And he's basically like running his own secret investigation at the same time that the intelligence committee is running like an actual investigation. So he's like just unilaterally, um, Just doing all kinds of shit without talking to anybody, like uh, reviewing sensitive data and intelligence, issuing multiple subpoenas related to the unmasking of U.S. citizens, uh, despite the fact that the committee has been refusing all of the subpoenas that the Democratic members of the committee wanted to go through so that they yeah. can fucking talk to witnesses. But no, no, no. They can't talk to their witnesses. But no, no, no. We've got to talk to Nunes's witnesses. And and this is the craziest shit to me. He sent two aides to London to try to track down and speak with Christopher Steele. Which, by the way, Christopher Steele. What a what name. What a name. What a name. London spy Christopher Steele. Oh, I want to write a novel about. Also, him. he sent There's two. There's gotta aides. be lots of sex. He
1: sent two aides. Yeah. Oh. So like two really just g- doe-eyed twenty-three-year-olds are gonna go track down. I a mean, spy. we don't know
0: if they were junior aides or senior aides, but I do like the idea of um, two, I' just, just like, like two interns, <laughs> just like <laughs> bopping around London trying to I'm track down a spy. Find a spy, a spy now. I'm find a spy. Where do you?
1: Where do the spies go? I'm just gonna um, walk up to M16.
0: It's great. Uh, oh, but here's. The- <laughs> Here's the two resistance of that story, is that he did this without the knowledge of the U.S. Embassy or the British government.
1: Oh, my God. So,
0: Britain being, like, one of our allies,
1: supposedly, are they? Who knows? The world so is this on this guy fire. is a
0: big old dumbass.
1: And, like, what happened with the memo?
0: Okay, so, all of this action that he's fucking doing behind the scenes led him to have to finally come out and say, like, oh, no, 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 I didn't recuse myself. The committee and I were just on a break.
1: Okay, Ross. I know. What kind of Ross and Rachel bullshit is this? It doesn't count. We were on a break. We were on a break. But,
0: like, was it a break or was it a break up? Or was he actually in a relationship the entire fucking time? And he's all over in London fucking Christopher Steele. You know?
1: I mean, I haven't seen a picture of him, but, like, who wouldn't be fucking Christopher
0: Steele? I mean, I don't know what he looks like, but I don't care. He's a British spy named Christopher Steele. (laughs) My panties are on the floor. Sorry, Dad. Um... So, so during this time, he's also still fucking sending letters to fucking Sessions and fucking Rosenstein. I'm like, okay. Dear um, Jeff Sessions.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. Dear Jeff Sessions, except it's not with a Southern accent because he's from California. And we've already established that he talks like Mickey Mouse. And he's like, dear Jeff Sessions. That's how he talks. And so he's still sending fucking letters to Sessions in and Rosenstein, saying like, "You guys aren't giving me the witnesses I wanted, even though he's recused. Is he
1: recused? Is he not recused? No one knows. Because still. you don't get witnesses no when you recuse knows. yourself. You're not a part of us anymore. Stop it." Stop and
0: it. within all that, uh, there. This is a quote. At this point, it seems the DOJ and FBI need to be. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait. At this point, it seems the DOJ and FBI need to be investigating themselves. That's what Nunes said. Okay. Um. So. Essentially, he is spinning this whole narrative, which is exactly what Trump and his supporters and fucking Fox and friends want people to believe, which is that the investigation is biased because instead of investigating Trump, we should be investigating the investigators of Trump. No. Makes a whole lot of sense. No. If you just stop and think about it, Allie. No. It makes a whole lot of sense. No. No. I think it does. No. Just think about it for another minute. Not really. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I guess I can't convince you of that. <laughs> <laughs> so... Nunes is being such a fucking (laughs) annoying pain in the fucking ass that... I'm sorry, Dad. I'm so sorry. But you should be listening to the content of what I'm saying, When the country is on fuego, we get to say fuck a couple times. So the deputy AG, Rosenstein, visits the White House. I don't know if it's Steen or Stein, so I've said it both ways. I'm just calling it out in myself. I'm going to say Stein this time. Um... Rod Rosenstein visited the White House to ask for Trump's assistance in fighting off these fucking demands from Nunes, who's like, give me all the documents, give me all the witnesses, give me all the shit. And everyone else
1: is like, bitch, who are you? Want, you are not a part of this. I want all this Beans shit. go take a nap, go do something else. Yes,
0: and the shit he's asking for- Go do for-
1: anything else, this is no longer your job. <laughs> the shit he's asking for is stuff that, like- the DOJ and
0: the FBI do not hand over these kinds of documents. I like, want this a is British
1: spy not... named Christopher Steele and a pony. I <laughs> And I'm going to name the
0: pony Cynthia Steele. <laughs> and then I can have Christopher and Cynthia. And I can make them fuck. That's what he's going to do. This guy is messed up. He's going
1: to make the British spy <laughs> fuck a horse. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How have we gotten this
0: far? Don't know. No one knows. Um, so anyway, <laughs> in this meeting with Rosensteinstein, uh, Trump decides instead of like supporting him and being like, oh yeah, like, oh, well, oh, oh, how should I do Trump's voice? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll translate. Um, instead you, you give us a Trump. <laughs> Instead, so this is the translation of what Trump just said. And instead of giving you my support, I'm gonna ask you: Are you on my team?
1: No. Yes. Did Trump issue some jerseys? He's a shitty team captain. Oh my god, he's this t team, team sucks. sucks. He's a terrible team captain. Also, he's like a terrible coach. Bring some oranges. Does he
0: not remember that like? That's the whole reason he's in fucking trouble to begin with, really, is, I mean, other than the collusion, which is still a problem. But, like, the reason the special investigation was opened is because he demanded loyalty from Jim Comey and then fired him. And you're demanding loyalty from fucking Rosensteinstein, and then what's gonna happen next? Oh boy, I wonder. So, he wants to know if he's on this team, and Rosensteinstein is like, uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know. What are you even asking me? This is not a thing. So, then, Rosensteinstein, Christopher Wray, the current head of the FBI, and Paul Ryan. Ew. I know. Disgusting, right? So, they get together, and they make this deal where, like, one Republican and one Democrat can look at all the fucking documents that Nunes is like, Give me the, doc- give me the documents now! Um... One person from each party that's on the Intelligence Committee can look at the documents, but they're not allowed to disseminate them. Okay? So they can look at them, but they can't share it. So this is basically, we're trying to placate the house and be like, hey... Everything that you're fucking complaining about is above board and we'll prove it to you and then shut up
1: and go away. I'm going to read you my diary, but you can't tell anyone. Well, yes. you can't tell anyone. Also that. (laughs) You can't tell anyone what you read. This is just between us. Okay, what happens here stays here. I
0: know. It's kind of ridiculous that they thought...
1: It's stupid. (laughs) You're right. It's stupid. We're going to give all this classified-ass fucking information to everybody who wants it, who wants to use it for their own selfish fucking agenda to further their own bullshit and be like, don't tell anybody. We're supposed to trust- Have you met, like, anyone? (laughs) Have you met a cis straight white
0: man? Except here's the thing. We're supposed to be able to trust our Congress people that are on the fucking House Intelligence Committee. We're supposed to trust them. you're correct. I know. But
1: as we've already established at at the start of our podcast career, um- the the democracy, the fabric of democracy has since disintegrated. That's uh, true, and we live inside a dumpster fire. Okay, so... Like a Weezer song, just pull the thread. So, Trey Gowdy, who looks like Voldemort...
0: BTW, he looks like Voldemort, and he's like he's famous because of all his insane Benghazi conspiracy theories. Um, so Benghazi Voldemort is the one who is selected to read the documents for the Republicans. Um, so he reviews the documents, and then apparently he plays a fun little game of telephone with his buddy Devin Nunes, who, by the way, remember is supposed to be recused, but is he? I don't know. They're on a break. So He's that's like, why it's, it's fine. Th- we broke up. I don't care. Just I'm tell me, me we broke just up. Tell me. Just tell me. But like we have to talk on the phone because like I can't see you because I don't know, then I might want to fuck you in guys, Everyone's gonna be more. weird
1: if like they see us and like they're gonna know, so just like call me. Just like call me. So he tells Nunez what's
0: in the documents. Nunez then writes this memo based on these documents that he's never fucking read. He never read them. He knows he knows whatever this guy told him and he's listening and he's uh, just spitting bullshit out of his mouth into this memo. So
1: this is the memo. I just say things so I appear relevant. Someone should give us a voiceover contract. I strongly agree. <laughs> Uh, Disney might sue us after
0: this episode. Other
1: right than now. the fact that my voice keeps blowing out our microphone.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you're going to get a voiceover contract, no, Allie. No, pass. I think you're too loud for that Show Too shit. loud for this
1: bullshit. Um,
0: so... <laughs> Essentially, they, like, create this secret document that's based on a game of telephone that's all based on, like, these documents that they weren't even really supposed to have or see, and their excuse for this is that they're like, oh, yeah, 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 no, 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 you're right, you're right, we agreed, we agreed, we agreed not to disseminate the documents themselves. We
1: shook hands, we did light as a feather, stiff as a board happened? We were room, all at the slumber the room, party, and we agreed. We pinky swore.
0: However, we are releasing a memo based on the documents, not the documents themselves. Mm-hmm. So this is essentially like your fucking friend saying like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me read your diary. I won't tell anyone. And then they go tell everyone, and they're like, well, I didn't take pictures of it with my iPhone and then, like, share it on the internet, so what's a I fucking problem? I didn't say you had
1: a crush on Tim. I said you had a crush on Jim, and nobody knows, really. I didn't say you had a crush on crush on Tim. I said you had a
0: crush on Jim if you changed the first letter. So, <laughs> that's essentially what they're doing. Yeah. They're teenage girls. So then, they that's start- That's why I understand it, because it's- Fluent teenage girl, I know, right? So then they start talking about this explosive bombshell memo again. Did you hear? XOXO Gossip Girl. Did you hear what was in the diary?
1: Did you hear? I mean, like, I Did can't believe hear? they read it to everybody. I, mean, I can't talk about they it. They brought it, right it now. out at the sleepover. Like, how embarrassing! How embarrassing!
0: And they wanted all of us. They to wanted read all it. of us to read it. But you know what? I can't talk about it. And they I said can't talk we had right to
1: now. be there, and like we had to be there. And I was like, ew, I want to play. Light as is a feather, stiff as a board and yeah. a witch but they were like no they you have like, to no, read my diary. You have to read my fucking diary. It's really important you like be here for this. But I'm not allowed to talk about it until Regina George says I can talk about it and but then I'm not But it's not that like it. we don't want to not talk about it it's just like we were there and we know and now you can't like unknow. You can't unknow. And like really everyone should know. We should because Because I
0: shouldn't be burned. This is disgusting. It's gross. So release the memo. Hashtag release the memo starts trending. Suddenly everybody's like the burn book No, the burn book is not out, but the existence of the burn book is known to the people. (laughs) We know there's a burn book. Got it. We gotta see it. So everybody's like, release the memo, release the memo, we want to release the memo. Um, but, oh, by the way, Russian bots and trolls are a major part of the driving force behind the entire fucking hashtag. Oh, which makes it seem like, oh, I don't know, maybe Russia has some kind of motive to, I don't know, undercut the investigation into, I don't know, Russia, and send our entire government into chaos? Like, is that maybe what they've been doing all along this
1: whole time? Like, is that maybe the whole point of all of this? It's kind of like the Cold War happened, and then the internet happened, and the Russian was like, ah, yes, now we get to be petty with it. <laughs> <laughs> is what happened. Oh, you're so right. <laughs> like, Cold War, now with extra pettiness. Extra pettiness.
0: So... Now, the Republicans decide that they are going to have a vote on whether to release this fucking memo. Um, Nunes won't let the DOJ or the FBI see the memo, even though they all fucking went on TV claiming that FBI Director Ray had seen the memo and signed off on it. By the way, he had not. He did not. Um, So, on a party-line vote in the House Intelligence Committee, they voted to release the fucking memo. And the Democrats had a response, and they said, no, 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 we can't publish the response. We just have to publish our memo, which they have since agreed to release the Democratic response only after this memo has been out there for days. So, like, this is all a strategic game they're playing to, like, saturate the news market and get their story out before anything comes out to say, hey, guess what? Your story is bullshit. Mm. Um, Nunes was questioned and refused to say whether the White House played any part in crafting the memo. Like, literally, people kept asking him, and he was like, "Nope, not going to say, not going to say, not going to say, not going to answer that, not going to say, not going to answer that, not going to say. So um, that's a little suspicious, maybe. Yeah. So after the vote, the memo goes to Trump, and Trump, they have to review it, and make sure that it is, you know, not going to essentially jeopardize our intelligence operations at home oh and abroad. God. And essentially he can just like say, Yeah, cool, or no, and the lawyers are supposed to look at it and the DOJ is supposed to look at it, whatever. Everybody's supposed to look at it. Um Basically, he didn't listen to anybody. The FBI and Rosensteinstein expressed their concerns and said, No, the FBI said, We didn't get to review it. We have grave concerns. This shit is not accurate. I think that's a direct quote, but I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure that's basically what they said in a public statement, unsigned, which the FBI, by the way, never fucking does. Rosenstein, along with Director Ray, said, Don't release this shit. Don't release it. This is wrong. And Trump is, like, talking to Sean Hannity, his BFF, they're braiding each other's hair, they're doing whatever the fuck it is they do together, I don't know, eat Mm. hot dogs and vomit. He said that after the State of the Union, he bragged on camera that he was 100% going to release the memo, even though his staff said he hadn't read it. So, has he ever read it? Probably not. It got released. I've read it. Trump still probably hasn't fucking read it. So, uh, yeah. and it sounds like I know more about national security than our fucking president. Oh. So, he's probably going to use this as, like, some kind of pretext to try to, uh, fire Rosenstein, which would be real, real bad. But, I mean, at this he's point, He's fired come too on, many people. Just, like, so much obstruction of justice. Just so much. We're
1: just uh, averaging obstruction of justice.
0: We are lousy with obstruction. So, after the memo... Trey Gowdy, a.k.a. Benghazi Voldemort, fucking quit. He quit. He's like, I'm out. I can't do this anymore. I can't fucking do I'm this. Benghazi
1: Voldemort, even I have boundaries. Even I have boundaries. <laughs> He's like, Mueller's
0: investigation is, like, a real thing, so, like, maybe don't. Maybe stop. What are you doing? And Paul Ryan is a shit weasel and basically <laughs> says nothing.
1: Can Paul- we say more shit weasel? Uh, more shit weasel. I forgot all about weasels. So, (laughs) how could you forget about weasels when Paul Ryan's face is in the news all the fucking time?
0: He's a weasel man. This
1: is shit weasel.
0: Um, (laughs) Paul Ryan's like, I like memos, but also I like FBI's and America and honor and also ice cream cake. I don't know. I'm a monster. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's Paul Ryan's response. Um, McCain is like, ah, Putin's taking over. This is a disaster. We can't attack the FBI and the DOJ because Putin, um, which is like actually kind of legit, but you know I'm still kind of confused about McCain because like fuck McCain. I'm always but halfway mad at McCain. Like healthcare, good job, but like tax cuts, bad job. But like also your brain's on fire, and I don't know. I don't know how to feel about you. It's very confusing. Yeah. Oh, and then Trump is all like this memo totally vindic. Can you give me a Trump voice? <gasps> This memo totally vindicates Trump in probe, but the Russian witch hunt goes on and on. There was no collusion, and there was no obstruction. This is an American disgrace. Um, okay, and then this other fucking guy, who I've never fucking heard of before, Arizona Representative Paul Gosar, Gosar, Gooseman, I'm gonna call him Gooseman, um, said that the memo showed clear and convincing evidence of Treason treason that James Comey, Andrew McCabe, Sally Leates, and Rod Rosensteinstein are treasonous and they should be criminally prosecuted, which is absolutely insane. But at the same time, Trump said today that Democrats who didn't clap during the State of the Union are also treasonous. So what is treason anymore? Oh, I don't God. know.
1: So not clapping is treason? Kind of like not having the proper emotional response to something and... North Korea is treasonous and punishable by death. Are we not aware of the slippery slope?
0: No, he has absolutely zero awareness of the slippery slope. But I will say, if a Democrat not clapping at the fucking State of the Union is treason, then I should be hung right now. (laughs) Clearly. For everything I've said here. Um, So, then, the best part of this is that Nunes is now like, you thought that was a memo. Boy, do I have more memos for you. So his next target is going to be the State Department, which is fucking ridiculous. This whole thing is a just like a competition to see who can be more batshit crazy. I just want to remind us all... Trump of, is
1: winning, though. Trump will always win that race. Trump, I don't know
0: why we're trying. True. Fair point. So I just want to say... Four more things, and I'm going to say them quickly, and then this shit is going to be over. Okay. And no more fucking memos, and I'll never speak about this fucking memo ever again. You'll talk about it in two weeks. I will probably talk about it as soon as the next memo comes out. Okay. First of all, the memo itself proved that the Russia investigation was opened after George Papadopoulos got drunk and told an Australian diplomat that Russia had stolen emails from their opponent. That is how the whole thing got started. It had nothing to do with Christopher Steele. It had nothing to do with wiretapping. It was because George Dopoulos got drunk and told an Australian diplomat that Russia gave them some cool shit.
1: Hey, white boys, let me just guide you on over to this here textbook. Let's flip to the 13 colonies page. You know, that that part where your ancestors gave the Native Americans fire water and made them sign documents? That time when your ancestors got people drunk and then manipulated them into, like, Grand political schemes and deals and bullshit. Karma, motherfuckers. Let's just, let's just take a little lesson. Let's just read the room. Let's maybe stay away from the bar of foreign politics. Yeah, maybe stay away. Maybe don't talk about shit. Maybe don't accept help from a foreign power that is adversarial to your fucking country. Maybe your water cooler discussion could undo uh, the fabric of democracy. Oh, oh. I'm saying.
0: I'm sorry, quick side note. Also, Nunes then said that like Papadopoulos didn't know Trump at all, but we literally have photographic evidence of the two of them You in literally
1: a tagged yourselves together on Instagram multiple you tagged times like, together on Instagram. This is my best friend. Like so don't, don't pretend don't that you pretend were that not, not hanging friends. out. You were hanging out. We I saw you. I saw you.
0: Ugh. Um, also, the FBI is supposed to have colluded with Clinton. Clinton, you they gonna destroyed her with Comey announcing she was still under investigation in October, like a fucking week before for a the Kremle election, email. for some shit that was not even true, and never revealed that Trump was under investigation by the FBI, which he actively was. There is absolutely nothing that should tell you if the FBI was colluding with Clinton. Then everybody is a fucking moron. Which is true.
1: Again, you are either evil or <laughs> You're stupid. evil or stupid.
0: However, in this case, I would say all signs point to they weren't colluding with fucking Clinton. Because they didn't even fund the Steele dossier to start with. Ugh, I can't even get into that.
1: So. The Steele another, dossier is the title of the book. Ugh, the Steele Starring dossier. Starring Christopher Steele. Yes.
0: Christopher. I'm coming to my bed chamber. Um, <laughs> bed chamber. I would also like to point out that this FISA warrant was renewed three times under Obama and Trump. And in order for the warrant to be renewed, so their argument is like, the warrant was under false pretenses. I will tell you, in order for the warrant to be renewed, they have to collect relevant information to the investigation. So each time it was renewed, each, after 90 days it has to be renewed, each time In the previous 90 days, they had collected shit from Carter Page that was relevant to the Russia investigation. So, you want to talk about the warrant, talk about the fact that they got to renew it three times. That's how much shit they were collecting from this motherfucker. Which brings me... To my last point, this whole thing is bullshit and it is designed to confuse you. And that is the point. They are trying to confuse you. They are trying to throw memos at you. They are trying to say FISA courts, which they assume that you don't understand. But you, my dear friends, you do understand. You do understand because I'm telling you (laughs) right now that this warrant was like totally legit and absolutely cool and everybody involved. Knew that it was politically motivated, and nobody cared because the information was accurate and factual. And the truth is, it doesn't matter if Christopher Steele wanted Donald Trump to be president or not. What matters is that some of the shit he said was true and real. The end. Fuck this fucking memo. Okay, Allie, I know that was a long rant. It was a very complicated topic, and I'm really sorry. Tell me what you hate.
1: Oh, well, equally important in the grand scheme of things, I hate TV fucking bringing all these tired ass remakes about and trying to make me fucking care about it. I don't care. I am so with you continue well my friends we are in the thick of pilot season and what does that mean it means that in addition to the rest of the episodics all of the networks are trying to like get a new show off the air woo woo so what that means is we know what's coming up for you know whatever and then you know you cut x amount, and then the rest goes to series whatever who cares like so much of them are remakes yeah. Of old ass shows, of stupid ass shows, of shows that, you know, were not brought about when democracy was dying. They were like Clinton era esque jovial multicams that you could afford that's, to have. That's
0: Phil Clinton, guys. If any of you don't remember, he was our president We in, never got
1: President Hillary in the 90s. Clinton. Don't rub it in. <laughs> So, what are these shows, for example? Get Christy Love is coming back. Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I.? Cagney and Lacey. No, There's a why? new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. Um, I don't care about cartoons. Murphy Brown is coming out. A remake of Charmed. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Um, Party of Five. Wait, 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 wait. Sabrina? Yeah.
0: And Charmed?
1: Yes. In the same season? Both on Netflix. Oh, my God. Roseanne, coming back as a Trump supporter in a new multicam with all the original cast. The well, Office. Oh yeah, of course she is. But why Office? is the rest of the original cast coming back? Wait, they're redoing The Office? Yeah, allegedly with NBC. The American um, Office? It's coming back. Um, they're plan- NBC is reportedly planning a revival of The Office for late 2018 with a mix of old and new cast members, but definitely no Steve Carell.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Twilight Zone, allegedly... Um, Frasier, allegedly. allegedly. Frasier, but they can't. Mahoney died today. I know. Shira is coming back. The cartoon, but I think it's live action.
0: Oh yeah. Dynasty live is action. back.
1: Dynasty is already back. We already brought Will and Grace back. MacGyver. My point is, is that it's too much, and it's too much, and it's too much, and we greenlight all of this nostalgic bullshit. I nostalgic for like a time that no longer exists why are we making television for 1992 when we have gone through so much shit since 1992 jesus god what happened i don't know monica Lewinsky, 9-11 like 10 wars yeah the collapse of our democracy obama Your shit is no longer relevant for a fucking reason, and it doesn't suddenly become relevant because you're like, now it's about immigration. Immigration was always a thing, and art is always inherently political, and yeah, I call TV art. Suck my dick. I am that bitch. I can only be who I am, but art is reflective of the times. It's inherently political in its nature, and because of all the shit that's happening, your shit is no longer relevant. People are going to watch it for five seconds and be like, oh god, I remember when I liked Roseanne, and then stop fucking watching you. Read the room. Broadcast television is dying. Digital's the new shit. Everybody's interested in brown, black, queer, female, sometimes all of them. Lena Waithe is crushing it right now. Nobody wants to hear from you. Nobody wants to hear from your shit. And we are no longer allowed to sit around with our thumb of our fucking ass and fucking complain that content is, like, too oversaturated when everybody's running around, like, shooting green lights at everything and then like pissing and complaining that we're not getting like accurate representation or whatever. I don't know. The people who are in charge should just do fucking better. Greenlight a story by someone that is new, that excites you. Trust me, there is no shortage of talent in this town that is ready to fucking go. Can I and y'all you? are a bunch of lazy people Maybe. who just want to like have a secure, like this is definitely going to go for five seasons. Cause back in the day it went for six. Like you don't get an 11 bankrolled out of this. You six sons of bitches. The story ended. Let it end. Let it die. Don't drag everybody out. None of us want to be here. No,
0: we're not here for this. No one is here for this. You know, what gets me is that I I, I agree with you. I think that these are lazy motherfuckers, and they don't have any vision. And I'm not talking about anybody specifically. That way, they can never be mad at me. Actors, I'm
1: sure you're fine. Writers, I'm sure you're fine. The writers,
0: the writers, the writers are writing things. The writers are writing great things. Yes. They're writing great things, great scripts, good stories, different stories, female stories, Muslim stories. Guess what? Good job. They're not getting picked up. And, like, whatever doesn't get picked up one season, no matter how fucking good it is, if it doesn't get picked up that one season by that one fucking network that passed on it, it's probably dead forever. And that is some bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like, I actually... Okay. I had an idea, and I'm just, like, working it out right here. Okay. Um... I think we should start a whole brand new network that is populated only by shows that have been rejected from all other networks. Pick up those old fucking
1: scripts that everybody said they loved. Everybody loved it. Why didn't it go? Nobody knows. Because, for example, hi, mom, I know you're listening to this. For example, I'm going to pick an arbitrary number that isn't real. If you get ten spots that are like, I'm ready to go on this, and you're like, oh, God, for sure, like, this family comedy about Muslims, I love you so much, you defo pants, get a slot. But the people who are in charge of money are like, oh, God, I'm, like, sweating so much. How about we bring about, like, Mad About You? That did well. People love Mad About You. Paul risers back again. Let's just bring him back. And they get the spot. That means that Muslim family comedy is gone.
0: Forever. Forever. That's what's so stupid about this whole system. Gone forever. I don't want to see anything old. I'm sorry. I think that I don't, I have nothing against any of the creative people that are involved in any of these shows. Nothing against them. Some of them are like being helmed by like the movers and shakers of TV right now. Like they're great. Also, to be frank, many of them are helmed by women, which is amazing. There are a lot of female showrunners that are doing these retread shows. But here's the thing. I am more interested in what those artistic voices have to say
1: now. That's mm-hmm. new. Like, why are we rebooting Charmed? Like, not what you have to say on the skeleton of charms that we're exhuming from the grave. No, just what you have to say what in do general. What you
0: have to say that's new? I'm sure everybody who's working on one of these shows has, like, any <laughs> any writer who's writing these fucking pilots has six pilots that are great that have not gone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, That's just how it is, and I, frankly, I'm not interested in this old-ass shit.
1: Yeah. There is so much content out there right now. Nobody has any time or energy or effort to fucking watch a show that's already been made and was already good.
0: I guess people must be watching them, though, because, like, Will & Grace has gotten a second season. Will & Grace, yeah. And I don't, frankly... Cause it's been gone long I, enough for people to miss it. I don't super understand, but okay. Well, I don't know, but like, who cares? They're geniuses here, on that show. But here's the thing: who are they? Who are they targeting? They're targeting, I guess, like aged millennials and Gen Xers. They're really targeting Gen Xers.
1: Yeah, they're targeting us. No, no, no. We're not
0: Gen Xers, but like, we're not old enough. I don't fucking remember Murphy Brown and fucking Roseanne. I was a child. I wasn't allowed to watch those shows.
1: I was a child, but I also watched those shows. I was a child who wasn't allowed to watch those shows. Because <laughs> you had parents with boundaries? Yeah. <laughs> we had boundaries in our lives. <laughs> Mama, the passcode was my birthday. I watched MTV constantly. Good try, though. A+. We did also watch MTV, but it was
0: also forbidden. But, I don't know. I just don't really understand, like, who they're targeting there. I guess they're targeting Gen Xers. Do you who know a Gen Xers who's, like,
1: psyched about these remakes?
0: No. Like, how many Gen Xers I mean? do I really know? You
1: know a ton.
0: I guess I do know something. We both do. They don't give a shit. No one
1: gives a shit. Nobody cares as much as you think they do.
0: Yeah. That's very true. So and just I, mind the shit and I that will people tell actually it, care about. Everybody's trying to tap into, like, what do millennials want? I will tell you 100% millennials do not want this. Yeah. Because we don't fucking
1: care. We're also not a fucking mystery. I'm pretty sure we all broadcast our thoughts every five seconds on Instagram and yeah, Twitter. Yeah, like,
0: go on Twitter
1: I don't know. This isn't rocket science. It's so easy. And I'm bored and I'm tired. And as someone who, like, is making television and trying to get stuff off the ground, it is endlessly frustrating to get, to get people very interested and then, like, have money panic. (sighs)
0: Such
1: a fucking buzzkill. Do better. Do better. We're in the golden age of TV. Stop being a lazy piece of shit. Hire me. Well, we did that. We did that. We done did that. We done did it. Uh,
0: What do you um, hate that you love? I'm going to make this real easy for y'all this week. Real easy real quick. (laughs) I love Maldon sea salt. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's good. It's really fucking good. If you ever want like a delicious crunch as part of your salt experience, highly, highly recommend. Have you guys ever had salt on bread? Salt on
1: Buttered bread. Well, yeah,
0: just okay. actually, like literally, salt on anything. If it's Maldon sea salt flakes, you're gonna be very happy. You can order it on yeah. Amazon. I did a little bit of research okay. um, last okay. year,
1: okay, because oh god, I remember the people. You were like, "What's the best salt?" The salt oh research. God. Oh I god. needed to
0: know. I needed to know. I needed some salt, and instead of going to the store and buying salt like a normal fucking person. I uh, did a swift Google search. Michael Googlay, thank you for all of your... Praise be. Blessed praise be the be. fruit. Blessed be the fruit. Thank you for your abiding presence in my life. Um, Michael Guglet, uh <laughs> told me what the best salts were. And then I, I dove down a deep, deep hole. And when I came out of the hole, I had determined that the best salt for the price point, was Maldon Sea Salt Flakes. I subsequently ordered it on Amazon. It arrived. I have never looked back. It is one of the most glorious parts of my life. Now, some would say that we are over-sodiumed in this country. That we are saturated with salt. That we are salted. That we are salty. We are
1: sufficiently salty. We
0: are sufficiently salty. And... Therefore, I should not be putting delicious flakes of sea salt on my shit. Sorry. Stop dropping your phone, Allie. And to that, I say a hearty, fuck you. I love salt. I don't care. And if I die a death of salt overdose,
1: it'll be worth it. As someone who's a sugary bitch and not a salty bitch, like... No, you can't just, like, put salt on the bread and have it be the same thing as Malden sea salt. It's legit good. It's no, leg- no. It yeah. makes a difference. You
0: have to use Malden sea salt. And this is what I would say, too. I would say that, like, if you're cooking with salt, fine. Use yeah. whatever little granulated salt you want. Like, I mean, probably you don't need iodized salt because we all have enough iodine in our bodies True. Um, nowadays. But use whatever fucking salt you want because that is the one thing it is a little bit hard to measure because it's in these big flakes. But if you're using any salt as, like, a garnish, as a finish, as an on a piece of bread. On top of a salad. If you just want to, like, put your finger, just, like, lick your finger, stick it in a container of salt, pull it out and eat some goddamn salt, you need to be eating Maldon sea salt
1: good for your soul
0: it's good for your soul not good for your body but you know what sometimes you have to do things that are good for your soul you gotta live and sometimes you know like maybe it's maybe it's lowering my stress cortisol levels so maybe that is actually good for my body in a weird um roundabout way
1: fucking sea salt it's lit allie hey What do you love? I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to get a phone call from my mother, and I'm going to get a phone call from, like, a couple relatives, because I cannot believe that I'm about to say this. Say it. I hate that I love, Jesus, it feels weird. I hate that I love watching football on TV. Super weird. Super weird. No, because it's not me, and I know it's, like, not weird for you, because you like it. You like football.
0: I do. But it's super weird that you like to watch
1: football. On I TV. I only halfway understand the game, and I enjoy watching football. I got I screamed at the TV during the Super Bowl, and I screamed at the TV during the playoffs when I was watching the Eagles because I like understood what was happening.
0: Okay, and you yeah. were you were pro bird boy, pro bird boy, anti musketman,
1: anti musketman because they're also Trump fuckers.
0: Yeah, good good job. Yeah, good so job. just
1: ethically, you know, they win everything. The Eagles have yet to win one ethically. You got to be, you know, pro bird whatever. Boys. Pro bird boys. Um, I'm actually pro bears now.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, cause your cousin.
1: Yeah. Um. So her cousin's a coach of the Bears. It's whatever. It's fine. It's chill. I haven't seen him in maybe 15 years, but it's fine. It's fine. It's chill. We love. The I bears. have a large. Go family. Bears. Go Bears. Um. Dub Bears. So, I legitimately. Here's the thing, though. In person, it's like no, I'm not into it. I can't do it. I will tailgate you know, until my face falls off. But I like watching it on TV because... I understand what the downs are and how close we are to completing them because of that invisible yellow line that pops up. Yes, out. the yellow line. It helps Very me. Very helpful. So much. Yeah. I don't understand football otherwise had it not been for that invisible. And sometimes yellow they put like line. a blue
0: line where it's like, if you cross here, then you can in, be in field goal range. That's helpful too. Oh,
1: I don't know or care about field goal range. Okay. Um, I only care about Touchdowns the invisible yellow only. line. And I, yes, touchdowns only. And also I explained this to like a couple of my friends and I felt like the cool sports person who knew things, which was like a trip in its own. Um, but I liked watching the Eagles and I might like watching football in the future. I don't know. I like the communal, um, experience of screaming at a TV with some friends, eating snacks and drinking. Yeah, yeah Like that's, that's also part of the experience. Like if I was watching it alone in my house, I wouldn't. Do that. See, that's why I like The Bachelor. Uh huh.
0: <laughs> because I scream at the TV and I eat snacks and drink
1: wine. Yeah, it's good. That's also why I also watch The Bachelor because, like, we're usually drinking together. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I'm I'm all down with like a communal TV screaming experience. Personally, I'm not that into football right now because nope. concussions and death and racism and a lot of really. Oh
1: yeah, and the fact just, that like, like weird fucked up shit is happening. And I mean, you can check me i I thought it was weird forever that people get people are considered owners and then other people get traded,
0: yeah, and it's mostly black people, and the owners are all white it yeah, feels it's super icky, no, it's super weird, it's it feels super weird. Super weird and it's always icky. been weird. it's always been weird. But now also we like know that people are literally destroying their brains. It's really hard. And the thing is, like, it only reinforces Trump's bullshit of like people aren't watching because the players are kneeling. I'm like, no, I'm not. Wa- I'm not not watching because the players are kneeling. I'm not watching because I'm tired of seeing like people that we consider like a lower class people kill each other, literally kill each other. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not trying to diminish your love of football. Live your life. Love your football.
1: No, I don't love football. I love watching it on TV. Enjoy.
0: Watch it on TV.
1: Now I feel like I'm killing people, You're not
0: killing people. The NFL is killing people. Yes. And not paying for their health insurance after they're not in the game anymore. But that's not your fault. Can we watch the Olympics together? Also, bring Colin Kaepernick back. Hire him again. (gasps) Colin! Cap is so much better than, like... I'd say probably, what, half the quarterbacks in the NFL?
1: I'm just going to declare it right now, this podcast, and we are pro-Colin Kaepernick. Love the man. Um, so if you are not here for the protests and kneeling and the Colin and the stuff and the things, uh, you can fuck right off. They probably already did. (laughs) Probably already fucked They probably already did. (laughs) Um, yeah, again, the political is inherently personal. One more time with feeling. And, uh, football is really fun to watch on TV. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Who knew, guys? Alley. Hey. How you feeling? Uh kind of tired. I feel like the booze made me tired and I feel like I'm going to pass out and then also wake up tomorrow morning slightly groggy and hungover and be like, "How did I get here?" like it's a surprise. How do you feel? Um I'm still fired up.
0: What? I'm fired up AF. I need to sleep. I don't know if I'll ever sleep again. Oh, no. So, remember last week when we said, call us, leave us a message about all of your rage? Well, thank you to everyone who called. Um, we had some callers. We had some callers. So, we're going to play one for you right now that is very relevant to this weekend's events. Yes. And here it goes. Okay.
2: So, I guess my hatred for just... It's not hatred. It's just a really, really intense dislike. Like, I don't... He's unnecessary to me in this world. So I'm talking about Justin Timberlake. And yeah, it started with NSYNC versus Backstreet Boys. And like I stick to what I've always believed, which is Backstreet Boys were 10 times, a thousand times better, but I digress. Um, So Justin Timberlake is just fucking annoying. And I forgot about him because I don't really pay him that much attention. But then when I watched the Super Bowl halftime show, it just really fucking hit me just how ridiculous of a human he is and how he should not have that mu- we don't need a, yet another white boy with a half assed voice and a couple of dance moves to be like charting so much all over the place and making so much money i'm sorry no justin timberlake is so vanilla let's talk about the super bowl performance for a second first of all what the fuck was he wearing because that outfit that was a it, please go back and watch it because it was literally a camo suit with an orange bandana and It didn't even have a shape. Like, I get that the 90s are back, but that was so baggy. I just don't know. No, no, Justin. Bad Justin. Second of all. Okay, this really pissed me off because you could not hear his voice. He was barely saying it all, okay? If what qualifies to, to headline a Super Bowl is to go, ha, ha, in the middle of the backing vocals of your track, I could head the Super Bowl. Just everything about it angered me. The the just how bad it was. Also, just that it existed in the first place. Okay? He was there with Janet Jackson. He physically removed the bra or whatever it was that exposed her nipple. Why does he get a second chance? Why does she get blacklisted? And why is why do we have more of him? Like enough. Oh, for fuck's sakes. And then the cherry on the shit Sunday. Where the Prince thing, okay? So clearly it leaked that there was going to be a hologram. First of all, first of all, Prince hated JT, okay? And second of all, Prince clearly said that he would never, ever, ever want to come back as a hologram or do a duet with someone after his death. He called that demonic or that it was a demon thing. And so he was pretty clear about it. And then what do they do? It leaks. And these brilliant organizers are like, oh, wait, no, no worries, no worries. We'll just project the image on a fucking large sheet. Oh, yeah, that's not a hologram. That's a tribute. No, it's not a fucking tribute. If Prince were alive, he'd be cussing you right now. And he'd be doing it in such a better way than Justin Timberlake ever could. Okay, this was my favorite part. So at the end of the performance, this song called Mirror... Um, so the Super Bowl is a big thing. So I'm picturing all these, uh, you know, Timberlake-like white boys uh, deciding what they're going to do for this performance. And you can just hear this one guy go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Justin. Justin. So so you know how your song's called Mirror? What if we have all the, dancer holding, hold the dancers holding, like, these big mirrors and, like, just casting them at you while you're singing Mirrors? Like, poof? That was so dumb. Maybe it's just something too artistic or highbrow that I don't get about having a bunch of mirrors for the performance of a song called Mirror. But yeah, that really pissed me off too. I guess, I guess I just, it's not even that I hate him that much. Like I hated the, the performance. I hated what happened last night, but I just, he just annoys me. He's just unnecessary. Like the world is hard enough without someone like Justin Timberlake in it. Like we don't need him. Like enough is enough. Like just enough. So, yeah, so thanks for letting me get this off my chest. But, um, you know, what would be better than having to rant about Justin Timberlake is just Justin Timberlake not putting out any new music anymore. Like, we've got it. We're good. And also, don't act because you can't do that either.
1: Hey, that could be you. That could be you. And I also agreed that that outfit was messed up and the Prince tribute was bullshit. Total bullshit. Done.
0: Done. We're done with you, Justin. Suck it. I mean, like I'll never be done with Justin Timberlake, but I mean I'm done with him. Sometimes but it like it doesn't matter because our caller was done with him.
1: She was. And you know what? So That's done. the voice that matters right now. Uh that could be you guys though. That could, could be, be you. You. Tell them how, Allie. So you can call in, leave us a little fun rage rage. Welcome to the Rage Cage. Um the number to dial is eight one eight five three three. Eight nine three eight. Again, the phone number is 818-53-8938. Also, eight one eight left wet. Disgusting. Left wet. You'll never forget. Left it's burned wet on your brain. Just pretend like you're calling the valley, and then type in left wet. Like that isn't already gross. Well, follow us on Twitter
0: yep. at Erin the Rye and Allie Chan at Erin and Allie. True. If you want to see some new episodes right as soon as they get posted, we tweet about them. Immediately,
1: immediately! Also, leave us reviews. We got some for the holidays. Thank you oh, so much for our holiday gifts. We would like would a really little bit more. It. Please.
0: We would really love emojis. Just a ton of emojis. Like if you could do like a duck, a British flag, and. I keep coming back to the shrimp. I love a shrimp. I love a shrimp. Shrimp, unicorns. Shrimps and unicorns. Ducks. I'm into ducks now, You're too. into ducks? Yeah. So leave some duck emojis. We fucking love you guys. We love our haters. And thank you all for um, anybody who's listening. Thanks. Stay salty. Stay salty.
1: I'm Aaron. And I'm Allie. And, and we hate, hate everything. everything.